Hello and welcome to the next edition of this Harrington Star podcast. Whether it's Fintech Focus TV you're listening to or our diversity and inclusion specials, we hope you're enjoying the shows and please do subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We are here to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the walk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Nikki Koopman, SVP Content and Value-Added Services at AV. AV provides the open and agnostic platform that enables merchant payment solution providers to move and manage their classic payments propositions into a new value-added world of apps, payments, and smart devices. She is a strategist and a business developer. She's a specialist in transforming businesses into the digital era and creating new revenue systems. And she's here today to share her story. So, Nikki, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Nadia. It's really lovely to be here. Yeah, we've had, we've had a nice chat and a laugh already, so yes. I'm sure this will be a really enjoyable podcast. Um, thank you for spending the time and coming in here because this is something that's really, really close to my heart, being able to share your story and learn about you. So it would be great if you could tell us about this varied background you've got. Uh, yeah, very uh, diverse it is indeed. Um, so before I ended up where I am today at AV, um, I started my career in television mm -hmm. um, and really in television in a way where new revenue streams were um, discovered, where there was participation from the viewers at home, they could actually be part of the TV show and underlying was a, a revenue model where if people would call in, then that would be the way of uh, to go. So that is where I started, really nice. I started uh, for a Belgium uh, uh, TV channel. From there, I moved on to, to a similar company, also television, but really what we did there is expansion. So we took this and this, this well, formula for TV is really originates from uh, the Netherlands, where I'm from. Yeah. Um, and we took that and expanded that really literally globally. Um, which was really interesting because th th we, are we are going to talk about diversity and inclusion and I think uh, one of the points there is uh, culture and th with this job I've seen so many things, so many differences in culture, how to approach it, how to talk to people, how to, what triggers people, um, what makes them happy, what makes them really unhappy. Um, so that was very interesting and then at some point, I think six years in, I thought now I really need to learn a true craftsmanship i mean i can't be doing this for the rest of my life um and uh so i did and i uh, moved into advertising yeah um, and i really needed to learn that from absolutely scratch so um together with the owners who um were so kind to uh, take a leap of faith with me um having no experience at all um we together uh, went on a journey and uh, that lasted for uh, over three and a half years where, yeah, working on really big accounts, I learned really the old school way of, of doing advertising, direct marketing, how to handle that, how to talk to your audience for different brands. So it was really interesting. Um, but then, yeah, the itch came again. So I decided to leave, um, left for uh, four months and I decided to travel. Um, thinking what's the most difficult country uh, to go to and if I don't do it now, a woman I will likes never a challenge. do it again. I love it. Um, <laughs> so I literally booked that day a ticket to India. Wow. Because I figured, yeah, that must be quite challenging. Yeah. And it was absolutely awesome. One yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, one of the best travels ever. Um, so did that, came back, no job. Um, 
had a look and then I started again back to my first love TV mm -hmm. where I uh, worked uh, on uh, a couple of formats where I really made well a change in how people are looking or watching TV and changing that into the digital era yeah and this is I guess where the the red threat in my career is is it's always has been about transformation interaction with people um, trying to to walk the unbeaten path which is not always easy and I sometimes hate myself for it um, but also that's what what the challenge is right um, and therefore discover new ways of doing business and yeah. new ways of well interaction with the client at that time mm, mm. so I've done that for for a long time um, internationally uh, well literally from China to the US and everything that sits in between then moved into the startup scene yeah that was awesome uh, working with um, early stage startups across the globe um, having uh, well working with people who are extremely passionate want to leave everything behind to do that single thing they think it's awe inspiring isn't it when oh. you see people just they're building their baby and i i love working with clients like that like yeah. there's so much passion there's so there's so little fear of the unknown, which I just like listening to your story. Like you, you see a challenge, you run towards it. Like no wonder you're good at transformation and change. <laughs> like this is all making sense. <laughs> well, the, yeah, but it is awesome. It is so nice to see people that are passionate and, and do everything to make it work. And obviously not everybody makes it, but if you can, well, help a little bit. Of course. Um, and giving those people just an extra step to, to make it happen. Yeah, it's awesome. So there's a, a couple of success stories there I'm extremely proud of. And uh, um, yeah, th th that company was very nice working for. And yeah, at some point there, I did actually the same thing as I did uh, when I went to India. Also thought, okay, cool, now I've done that. What's next? And while I was uh, actually going to Japan and Korea, um, I got a call from the CEO from AV who said, ah, you have such a weird career path. No, he didn't say that, but he, <laughs> yeah. basically what he said is you're not from the industry, but you've been into transformation. You understand content. You understand how to engage with, with audiences, what type of content is needed in order to add value. Would you be interested to, uh, to have a conversation? So, well, did that and uh, now I'm here. Wow. So yeah. I think, it, do you know what, as you as you talk us through it, it makes so much sense. Like, of course, you got that call from the CEO, because everything that, that we're seeing within fintech nowadays is is what we were talking about before. It's it's not diversity of what you look like. It's diversity of what you think. And the fact that you came from a background where you, it was buried, it was TV, it was revenue generating, it was global. It was always thinking about how you can um, how you can be customer focused, move things to the digital era. Of course, it makes sense, you know. It, it's, but it's not what people would traditionally do in anything no. to do with finance. Yeah. Um, which is why I, I love having you on to share this story. So, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about like what AV does um, and, and what your role entails there? Yeah. So what we do, and you in the introduction, you already uh, spend a very long sentence to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, if you look at the financial industry and you look at those uh, payment solution providers, they have to change right now, right? Um, we all see it. Uh, you cannot work with, in our case, merchants uh, and just provide them with a bank account. 
Um, right now, the real change is where merchants get much more digital savvy. They know much better what they want. Mm -hmm. They are very keen um, to understand where they can get the best rates, but more importantly, where they can get most value. And that is, in a very long sentence, what AV does. We mm -hmm. help these payment solution providers to really transform into the new era, where with our agnosticity, um, meaning that we're not tied to one single hardware vendor, but actually we enable all the different uh, payment hardware devices. Yeah. Um, and via that, on top of that, we uh, deliver payment functionality that is also agnostic. And um, then in my area of the business, where we uh, add value in really coming up with value-add solutions, um, for specific merchant profiles. And to give you an example, to make this very concrete, because I understand it's quite a lot, um, is what if you have a coffee shop? You love coffee, um, you decide that you want to be an entrepreneur, therefore you open your shop on the street. Um, things go well, and all of a sudden Nero pops up, mm -hmm. right door, and Starbucks is on the left. You might have the best coffee, you might have the best customer service, um, but most people will go whether it's Nero or Starbucks. Simply because they know the brand, there's a loyalty program going mm -hmm. on, so they get the tent coffee for free. Um, and potentially they can order a hat so they don't have to queue up, all of that. And for you, as a, as a small merchant, one, wow, how can you ever beat those guys, right? Yeah. And then secondly, if you would already know the answer how you could compete, can you really afford it? Because those, those companies have huge budgets for, for software. So in my area of the business, what we do is we bring um, developer parties um, that really nail these type of solutions for merchants. Um, and we match that with specific merchant profiles, such as yourself as the coffee shop mm -hmm. owner. Um, and we help the bank in that case to go to you and say, hey, we know you do this really well. We also know what your challenges are. You know what? If you work with us, we will offer you a payment device and on top of the payment device you will also get a loyalty program for your business you will also get an inventory management system you will get an order ahead system and all of that for well a fraction of what it usually would cost and if you then compare it to what the apple app store for example is that is exactly how it works so for ten dollars a month you get this for and it's all up to you right you're still the entrepreneur you can make the decision whether or not it's for you and your business but it really has a great effect on how you run your business, mm -hmm. both in productivity as in revenue. Mm -hmm. What I love about this is that, you know, I'm really finding so many companies such as yourselves starting to look at what is it that the merchant wants? What is it that the actual person at the other end is, is looking for, putting them yeah. first? Because there were so many years where that just wasn't the case. It was let's business as usual, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and I really feel like this is the age of transformation. And I love, I love to hear stories like this because it is revolutionary. It is you, you, you tailoring specific bespoke packages for people um, and listening to what they want because not everybody will want that order ahead. Some people yeah. won't, but a lot of people, I understand, will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's great to hear this. So you and your role, what, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you face today? Me personally, in my role, um, I think not necessarily in this role, but actually throughout my career is if you are in the forefront of transformation of an industry, and I can assure you that 
television is as traditional as the finance industry is, um, then it's, it's a challenge to prove the concept, prove new revenue streams, and actually to prove that it's all about the customer. Um, you can run a business for 20 years and all goes well because there was no alternative. As soon as there's an alternative and people get a bit more savvy, it should be always about the customer, right? That is why if you have a coffee shop, um, you will have the better service because you love what you do, mm. right? And that is what, what for me the, the biggest challenge is, is if you are in the age of transformation is, um, for me it's a no-brainer. But to relay that story and, and to really take people by the hand mm. and, uh, and explain how it works and, and why it would work and how they can change mm. uh, their mindset, but also their, their policies and their, their setup, um, and they see the results, yeah, then yeah. a challenge becomes a great story to yeah. success. Huh? Yeah. yeah, and the reason why I asked that question is because, as you know, I'm so passionate about diversity of thought, and I think that there's lots of people out there who are really successful within fintech, and those really successful outside of fintech are thinking, what's fintech all about? And actually, what you've described there in transformation, it's about understanding who you're talking to. It's understanding that human element. And I think a lot of people, they, they used to ask me, oh, do you think um, people are going to get replaced by, by technology? And yeah. you know, look at everything you're saying. It's about the people. It's about how technology can be best used and relatable to the people that you talk to. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what about some of the queries that you face from clients? Could you share any of those with us? Um, yeah, I can. I, um, without going really specifically into clients, but I think in, in this case, um, the, the biggest part is really um, how to drive this transformation and to understand that transformation is not just a product, right? It takes much more. Um, so one of the, the queries we see is, uh, one, how can you drive this? And how can you, uh, instead of uh, really looking at it as one of the products in the suite, um, how can you then change an organization? Because it's, it's much more than just releasing a product. It's training, it's, it's a different approach for the sales boys. Uh, but at the same time, uh, what we also do in the queries there is, how do we know what our client wants? So how do we know what our merchants want? And sometimes there's an, an earlier question that is, how do we know who our merchants are? Yeah, of course. Um, and it all starts there. And that's, it's, it's beautiful because we can really help with uh, um, helping them to see who their merchants are, how to target that, uh, help to understand what those challenges are for those type of merchants. And then what could solve for those challenges where um, these payment solution providers become the trustworthy advisor again mm, of yeah. these merchants. Mm, mm. So yeah, this is in, in very high level um, what yeah. we see. Yeah, yeah. But it's so it's so so interesting to hear you talk about that because I can imagine the people listening today. We've got num a number of different people that, that listen to these podcast series. You'll have people interested in joining AV and yeah. think, okay, right, that's what you do. Because I think you can read someone's website and you can hear ab about what they do. But actually listening to you today, especially when you talk about it in terms of the coffee shop, it's really concrete what you're, what, the way you're describing it. But also people from outside the industry, like they're, they're going to feel really confident that this is, this is an area that they want to be involved in. So I, I love hearing all these stories. Now, um, my next question is, uh, again, diversity related always is, um, companies and their culture, like you're very passionate about this and I want you to share that with us, you know, about building um, diversity 
in the industry and how we build that culture within companies. And um, it'd be great for you to share your thoughts on that with us. Yeah, it's, I guess it all starts with uh, diversity and inclusion is not just a phrase, right? It should be in the DNA of a company. Um, you cannot put it in a, in a manifesto and then just expect <laughs> yeah. that it will uh, sort of happen. Yeah. Um, it should really be in the veins. And I think diversity and inclusion, uh, yeah, often, often is focused on, on a single group. Could be women or could be diversity or could, uh, mm -mm. Um, but it's all right. It has to do with everybody. It has to do with that everybody and every person is different to another. Um, whether you're a man or female, whether you're introvert, extrovert, uh, whether you've uh, you've had an Oxford degree or not at all, um, absolutely. Yeah, it's about understanding and understanding what somebody brings to the table and what value he mm. can add or mm. she. So, uh, for me, diversity and inclusion is incredibly important, and it's a really difficult topic, uh, especially across border. Um, but at the same time, uh, yeah, for me, it's really it's it's such a no-brainer because. It should be about what people bring to the table and mm. what, what value they add and, and not at all about where they come from, what they've done, um, mm. what they look like or what mm. they like to do uh, at night. Huh? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, their, it's their thoughts they bring to I completely agree. So as you were saying that, it made me just, my mind went straight to myself and my, my fellow founder, James Hounslow. So we've actually worked together now for 17 years. Yeah. So um, we both ended up starting in the same recruitment agency when we were 20. Now, uh, 2021, um, at the time, we didn't know each other. We didn't talk to one another. We were very different people. I'd gone and done two university degrees at UCL. So I'd finished my master's in international relations, my BA in history. And I was hired into recruitment to place technologists into the financial services, financial services sector because they looked at me and thought, well, if she's got through a master's in a year plus held down three jobs, because I, I did to pay for it, she must be able to work hard. That's why I was hired. He was hired because he left school at 16 and began selling cars and moved his way up to being one of the best car salesmen in his whole local area. So he was hired off the back of that. Very interestingly, you fast forward 17 years and we've now built this business for the last 10 years coming from such different backgrounds. Yeah. But I love debating things with him because if I have an idea, I go to him and say, right, what do you think? Try and break that apart. What are the objections? How do I? How do we handle it? Yeah, and he yeah. does the same with me. And I love that. It yeah. makes us so strong as a team. It does. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, I guess then going back to uh, what can you do as a company and what can we do as, as yeah. people in a company? I mean, is to be uh, alert and, and actively uh, um, helping to to drive that inclusion. Yeah. Um, where if you sit at the table at a meeting, there's there's often the loudest uh, is heard where absolutely um, if if you take the role and you you can own the role to give people the floor and actually listen to the one that's more introvert but thinks of a slightly second longer and therefore maybe has a complete different point of view but a possibly better point of view that is what needs to happen so i think the diversity and inclusion it's it should come from within and and as i said company dna but also people that work in the mm. company, it should be in their DNA as well. Yeah. yeah, I think it's so important the way you've explained it as well, that it's everybody and everything, it's not one 
one particular bit of society. It's yeah. it's everything together. Um, so I think my my next question to you was something that we spoke about earlier with regards to maternity. You're about to tell me a, a story. So if anyone sees the pictures of me on my podcast, they will know that I'm quite heavily pregnant at the minute. So it's something that's on my mind. But obviously we were talking about it and, and you told me quite a nice story. So if you could yeah, share it. Yeah, something uh, that happened a year ago where I was looking for, uh, well, the best talent. And... Um, one of the people that came up was a lady um, who was eight months pregnant when I hired her. Mm. Um, and it's not specifically something I'm extremely proud of because I actually believe that you should hire the best person regardless um, whether or not in this case somebody's pregnant. Mm. Um, so for me, yeah, again, no brainer. But the good thing is for the company, also a no brainer. And mm. I think we're extremely lucky uh, um, at AV, where the founders, um, but also the investors and the people that are in it, are very uh, open-minded, very inclusive. We drive actively the diversity policy, um, including young and old. Eh? Age is one of those topics Absolutely, as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's something indeed we we spoke about earlier. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she is one of the stars huh, right yeah, now, so it's great. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's a great story to share on a podcast like this because I think when a lot of people tune into this, and it's called Women of Fintech, but I do want to make it much more inclusive than that. And I want to give this uh, as a platform for people to share what their companies are doing. It's brilliant to hear that Avia are actually doing things rather than just saying things. I think that's what I mean when I say walk the walk for change. It's not just let's, let's listen to another podcast or... Let's just talk about it again. It's actually, what are we doing? And you're right, it isn't something that we should say, oh, well done, you hired a pregnant lady. Instead, it, it should be, well, no, I just hired the best person and that's that's what is acceptable in today's society. Yeah, but uh, also at the same time, for the, the people that are listening, um, she did incredibly well. Huh? She, um, at the second interview, she because it was all over Skype, so you, you cannot necessarily see if somebody's pregnant or not, she opened up, she told me, and she was well prepared. She knew exactly what she wanted, how it would work out, what she would expect, um, what she would expect from me. Um, so it also shows the other side of the coin. It's not always about the company. It's also how, in this case, the candidate is prepared, how confident somebody is, and, and understands, hey, this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do. This is me. Mm. I'm good enough. Yeah. Um, hey, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And I love, I'm glad you've said that second part to it because I think there's so much that financial services tech and fintech are doing nowadays to really try and change the perception of, of what it's like to work within within our industry. And one, one thing that we both celebrated before we pressed record to this is that you know, worldwide, there are so many challenges and struggles that are almost overbearing, whereas here in Europe, we are making steps forward. Um, and we must celebrate those, because I think it's very easy to be oh, doom yeah. and gloom. But there's so many great stories, such as, such as this one that you shared with us. So just as my last question, what is next on the horizon for you? Ooh, good question. Well, first of all, I'm going to uh, fly back tomorrow to Amsterdam. <laughs> um, 
which uh, for the listeners, it was really great coming here. Um, we just had the storm, so it took me six hours to get into London. It's been so windy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so that is the first thing on the literally horizon. Um, but no, for, for me personally, um, I just moved house, uh, so I'm still uh, making it my own. Oh, congrats. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, and then um, professionally, uh, really yeah transformation uh, working with great clients doing cool stuff and in the end of the day well seeing merchants using tools that actually help them to run their business mm. more smooth and better that is uh, why i'm yeah. doing this yeah. yeah well i've got to say thank you so much for just being you your honesty and everything that you've said today and sharing the av story as well like you've told us a lot about your personal journey but also the av journey and i think there's so much um for you to be proud of to be part of that journey with a company that is truly customer focused using today's technology to allow that to truly happen um i love i love your concept of talking about customer first customer first customer first and your wonderful varied background so thank you for sharing that all with us and thank you listeners for joining us on women of fintech podcast series and quickly before we end this um a quick shout out to the listeners because at av we are growing really rapidly and you've heard diversity inclusion so if you're a really cool dude or a really <laughs> great girl please check out the website and come Amazing. join us. Um, what I'll do is I'll tag you into this podcast so people can follow you and see exactly what's going on at AV and you're definitely in the right place for hiring. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Speak to you soon. Bye.